Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey, 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 and welcome to episode 117 of How You At You. It's your girl Shanice from K-Pop Box. And Shay from the K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K-news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. So yes, let's sit back, relax. And let's get it started. Okay, so starting off with our very first segment per usual, which is Hot Topics, aka BBC Shanice, where we're going to give you a rundown of the hottest K news that's come up over the past week or so. So Shanice, spill the tea. All right. So apparently BTS Jimin revealed during his recent Weverse livestream that his solo album will be released next month. So keep oh. your eyes and ears peeled for that i wonder what sound he'll go for i don't know i'm feeling maybe pop infused r&b that's what i'm thinking i don't know nice but yeah that's just what i'm seeing got sevens jb and his singer slash makeup artist girlfriend pure d have broken up but they remain on good terms and remain friends. They drifted away naturally due to what? Busy schedules. Um, I feel like they just got together, but you know, it is what it is. And apparently there's like rumors that JP has quietly enlisted. Oh. Um, I haven't seen any official statements, but that's what I keep hearing on the K-pop streets, that he's quietly gone. <laughs> um, Wait, so, was he not just here? Yeah. That was quick. Yeah. If he has gone. Oh, cool. So that's, that's what I'm seeing certain fans say. Again, nothing's been verified. So I have no idea. But if he is, uh, we'll see you soon, I guess. <laughs> um. Any time will tell, I guess, if he disappears for exactly however long. How long is his enlistment now? Is it is it two years or is it less than two years now? I think some are doing a year and a half. I hope okay. I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, hmm. I guess I guess we'll see. And okay, let's talk about this whole hype SM situation. <laughs> it's very confusing, but I'm try- I'm going to try and explain it. In the most simplest of terms, of course, it's still ongoing. So by the time this comes out, there might be more information that 
I may have missed, but I'm just have to go on what I've got and what I personally understand. And if anyone out there has a better understanding than I will or Shay does, then please do hit us up because we are willing to to learn, honey. Because we just listen to music. We we're not business majors. I don't know about shares and stocks and bonds. So <laughs> okay, so. Kakao becomes SM Entertainment's second largest shareholder. Due to this, Lee Sung-man um, has stated that he will be suing SM Entertainment for violation of commercial law. So I'm going to explain this in simple terms, which will make sense, instead of just reading the article. And then I'll explain how hype is a part of all of this. So firstly, the two co-CEOs, Lee Sung-soo, which is, I think, Lee Sung-man's nephew, and... Um, He's flipping autocorrect. Um, and I think it's meant to be Takyung Jun, I think, terminated their contract with Lee Suman's production company. Remember, we spoke about this before because Lee Suman's production company, they helped with the debuts of NCT and most recently Espa. And yeah, basically, the two co CEOs terminated that contract. And so. He still has shares. He still has shares within the company, but basically, he just he can't really have a hands-on approach, from my understanding. Um, so then, on the seventh of February, SM sold shares to Kakao, making Kakao the second lar- largest shareholder in the agency. Um, however, um, Lee Suman isn't the CEO, but he holds a lot of shares. And because of this, SM legally has to talk to Lee Suman about any big decisions like selling shares to another company. However, this was not communicated to Lee Suman about Kakao. And this is where the whole um, suing thing comes in, where he's going to sue for violation of commercial law. Because okay. he wasn't told, right? Mm-hmm. So then... Lee Sung Man then sells his shares to Hybe to avoid Kakao's large ownership of such a big chunk of SM. And allegedly, this is meant to safeguard his position within SM, right? Okay. So basically, he sold his chunk to Hybe to basically undercut the deal that's meant to be happening with Kakao, if that makes sense. I don't know personally how this will affect, you know, artists of SM and their schedules or the company as a whole. Of course, fans have different opinions regarding this development. Some fans feel like that Banshee Huck did the right thing to make Big Hit Entertainment an independent company. So this won't really affect BTS in the future because it's different from hype, right? Um, other fandoms are reacting to the news differently, stating Hype um, did not purchase SM but just shares, so they may be just like a quiet shareholder and they may not have like a big effect in terms of artists and what SM produces, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, in contrast, some fans are bl- um, bluntly stating that Hype has shares in SM Entertainment and they aren't going to take over the company anytime soon. It's just business to save SM from being owned by Kakao, as Kakao is one of the largest con- conglomerates in 
South Korea, basically. Basically, I feel like cacao is slowly trying to swallow and ingest everything. <laughs> um, and I think a good thread to read, if you're still confused, um, there's someone on Twitter called Winter's Tale or Winter Tale. Their at is Hadasha underscore Luke. I will probably retweet the whole thread on our Twitter so you then you can just go on our Twitter and then you can scroll through that. But yeah, it's very confusing. I'm not going to sit here and act like I know about business, about how this will affect XYZ. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you have anything to add, Shay. Um, nothing substantial, but I think, one, it's really... I know there's tend to like people's careers and not lives at risk. That might be a bit extreme, but there are people's lives involved. But I just find it really amusing to be like watching K-pop Monopoly live because mm. it's just like, what's going on? Um, two, I think obviously change is change, but I don't think anyone has much to worry about. I think it's different if a company is acquired or sold off as a whole and that big change but I think for some of the people worried about like Hybe's involvement in SM a lot of the time when other companies um, get like large stakes or shares in a company it will just mean that a representative from that company will then join a board of said company that they have mm. a larger stake in sometimes they're more like a silent partner or a silent stakeholder so they're just there or um, they might import but their input isn't always taken as the main thing to focus on so I don't think people have to worry too much about seeing like drastic changes um in SM and things like that because I've seen some people speculate and worry about okay if Hype's going to be heavily involved does that mean that there's not going to be as much focus on like the Chinese units within SM and those sorts of things mm. so I don't think we're going to see any drastic changes I think there's still a lot of information that we're unaware of and pieces and chess pieces that are probably moving on the board yeah I think it's I think it's interesting especially because everyone's just seeing hype as like this I don't know the person that's winning in Monopoly and like just mm. acquiring everything <laughs> so I think that's interesting to watch but yeah I don't think we're gonna see any huge changes within SM yeah right now anyway so and as you said hype has been you know acquiring companies and stuff like infinity stones yeah so from my little understanding i don't think hype is willing at this moment to i think fork out even more money to acquire certain things i just think lee suman is using hype as at the moment as a chess piece with the whole cacao situation so that's my two cents but what do i know i don't know nothing about business <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's it, guys. That's all for Hot Topics. Hot, hot topics. If there's any stories you want us to comment on, or if you want to comment on any stories, you know, educate us, then make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. Okay, moving on to our next segment called Say What? We send your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, questions, hot tea. You can send that all to howut at gmail.com. That's howut at gmail.com. Or you can submit an anonymous form at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash howyouatyou. So show t-
take it away. Okay, so our very first unpopular opinion for today is, I am bored by 99% of music show performances because they are usually playbacks and optimized just to have perfect choreographies, obviously with the exception of trop performances. The current 17 subunit comeback radiates a whole different energy. Love it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I don't watch music shows. Uh, to be honest, I've never really watched music shows. I usually just watch the performances that I want to watch. Does that make sense? Mm. And as time has gone on, I've become less and less interested. But I, I think with music performances, um, show performances, I do agree in a sense of there isn't that um, I'm here to perform kind of thing. It's like how how can I explain? It's kind of like there's no rough roughness to it. It's like very polished, very perfect, which sounds like a really weird critique to have. But I think what makes a live performance interesting or fun is either one, they change change it up each time, or two, because of that, oh, so-and-so um, slipped up here or... You know, you hear a little bit of a crack in the vocal. It just makes it seem more alive. But I think that's down to, um, I think the pandemic, the pandemic plays in that as well, because uh, especially a lot of the newer generation, this it's, it's only recently that they have started performing to an audience again. And then if you're, I don't know what I'm saying anymore, but <laughs> my brain just shut off for like two seconds, but that's my two cents essentially yeah i think i i do get the point that you're making i think music shows we're not saying we want like everyone to be just like overly raw or to feel unpolished i think it can still feel really nice and polished but sometimes it just somewhat feels like a reenactment of a music video when it yeah. might not need to feel that way i think mics should be on a little bit yes. more um <laughs> i think there could be more I don't know if this is the right way to put this, but more audience engagement. I feel like there's rarely maybe like clips from the audience or people singing along, or that might be a lot to ask for. And obviously Korea has their own way of doing their music shows and the music industry as a whole. But yeah, I, I feel as though sometimes it feels too polished and this isn't necessarily the fault of the music shows, maybe more of a responsibility for individual companies but sometimes mm. instead of focusing on quality performances, there's a heavy reliance on fancy camera tricks and camera yeah, movements, yeah. which just makes it once again feel overproduced and it feels a little bit harder to connect with. And probably if you're alive, if you're someone there watching the performance live, it probably feels completely different because like, okay, it had this sort of vibe in the music video, but now seeing this live, it feels really stiff or it feels kind of empty and mm. Most of the oomph about the performance is probably just relying on the fancy camera tricks or the effects and whatnot, which isn't a bad thing, but I feel as though there needs to be more of a realness and a rawness and more of a focus on just the quality of the performance rather than the camera tricks and does the choreo have to be perfect or does it have to be overproduced? I feel as though that's something that's somewhat gone out the window. Yeah. Um, and then on to the second part of this person's unpopular opinion about 17 subunit. Um, I haven't actually watched a whole performance, but I think I know what this person's talking about. And from the clips I've seen, I really like it. It has a great <laughs> vibe. What's that girl, the rapper that's... Um, Youngji. 
Youngji, yeah, so she's doing it with them, which I love. And yeah, from what I've seen, I like the vibe and I think it's really cool. Yeah. I also wanted to add, just like to your point and my point, I think, as I said, there with the music show performances, and I could be wrong because, as I said, I'm not a diehard watcher of music shows like that, but it, all stages can start to merge into one that makes sense. Mm. Like, I think about... If you think about back in the pandemic where poor Doja Cat had to perform Say So 252 times, but she made sure each time it was different. And I feel like maybe if, you know, that approach was taken as well, then it will give something fresh and new to that performance as well, if that makes sense. Yeah. If they changed it up, because I feel like the only time K-pop artists actually change up their song or they try to make it a bit a bit different is when at award shows at like the big shows at the end of the year but that's mm. the only that's the only time true and even if it would like logistically be it which i don't think it would be but even if it was hard to sort of like plan to change up the arrangement of the song or change the way a certain note is delivered i think i don't know i feel like there are other ways to change a performance that aren't super stressful or hard yeah but it would just make it feel fresh because i think the biggest change that we get performance to performance is the outfits and yeah. as nice as that is that isn't the biggest change yeah. um yeah I, I don't know and I've never been to a music show in person like in Korea mm-hmm. um so I, maybe it feels fine in person and it's all right I don't know if you have but oh I haven't been to like a music bank or anything like that I've only been to like concerts which is different yeah. but you could tell from even like some of the behind the scenes footage that maybe Mnet might put on their YouTube channel or whatever. You could tell with, not with every group, but not with, you know, it doesn't apply to everyone. But you could tell, you could just tell how cert- certain dances already look flat because they're so reliant on the camera trick. And then I feel like with some songs as well, especially if they're heavily reliant on a certain trick, of the camera or you know a certain member's outfits meant to change for this part they'll actually stop the song halfway and then basically pick up from where the song left off so the audience they were not even seeing the full <laughs> shebang if that yeah. makes sense so yeah. and this is us not not complaining this us discussing physical performances mm. i don't even want to understand what goes on for these new ai performances oh my gosh um yeah yeah but thank you for that and any thoughts on the 17 subunit um i've seen clips it seems cute very um cute (laughs) (laughs) beautiful gowns beautiful gowns it's not a bit of me but i i I do like the energy and i i understand why people like it but i don't really have anything to add to it Mm, okay perfect um and then on to our next unpopular opinion this person says it might sound weird because they aren't technically quote-unquote k-pop but xg is the best thing that's happened to k-pop in a while yeah i like xg i feel like there's something fresh and i think they're giving you variety but still staying true to who they are if that makes sense yeah because you could say that Shooting Star is very different from Mascara or any of the other songs that they've done. And even their other song, is it Left and Right or Left Right? I can't remember what it's called. Like the sounds that they've 
come back with is still very XG, but it's very different. It's not the same like, yeah, we're, we're the bad, bad girls of K-pop and we're doing the same thing. Like it's, 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 it's very different. And I think it's what we've spoken about before about groups having, you know, a unique color, if that makes sense. I feel like they do have their unique color. And I slowly feel like with the newer groups debuting, they're slowly bringing it back. And that's why mm. I'm, I'm loving it. That's why I feel like people vibe with like, you know, your new jeans and your less seraphims or whatever. Like they have their, their color, their hue about them. And yeah. I, I like I like the direction that K-pop is going in. Exactly. And this might not be an entirely accurate comment, but I feel so we're now in a space of K-pop where people are singing about things or experiences and not just like, I'm the best or look at me or we're mm. cool. It's just like, oh, like we're just doing what we do sort of thing. Because mm. although some of it was iconic and interesting to some extent, I think K-pop became very much we're the cool girls, we're the tough girls, or we're the best. And it was like, okay, outside of that, like, what is there? <laughs> but now we're sort of moving into a space about, I don't know, talking about experiences or dreams or things that you want, which I think is more interesting and people connect to that a bit more. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think that's why people are loving XG. I don't even know what XG officially fit into. I think obviously they are technically a J-pop group made in Korea, but mm. they seem to be operating in the K-pop space. But whatever they're doing, they're doing it well. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, this next unpopular opinion is, this person said, I can't stand when people leave negative or quote-unquote concerned comments on happy slash good news posts. I'm not talking about achievement posts because I know those can be annoying and controversial, but say a group announces upcoming activities and fans are excited, unless it's a situation like Luna where, the, where there um, is true cause for concern, keep your negativity to yourself. No one needs to know your lost interest in the group or your quote-unquote concerned about whatever. Don't bring that person who reigns don't sorry don't be that person that reigns on the parade i agree to an extent i feel like it's not warranted for example if you know you know shame made a post about oh you know jimin's album is coming out in march and i'm like oh my gosh why <laughs> like <laughs> like what like huh? this this adds this adds nothing to the conversation. I literally could have just scrolled by if I'm not interested about, you know, Jimin's album or whatever. But I feel like concerned comments are only warranted, for example, if, you know, she was like, okay, Jimin's coming out and, and new stuff is coming out in March, but he just released stuff February, January, December, November, October. You're like, okay, does, I'm concerned. Does this guy get to sleep? That's different. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, that's different but um yeah on, on the grand scheme of things if you don't care about an artist or there's no what's, what's the point of you saying oh i don't like so-and-so's musical oh why are they coming back for like for what reason i don't get it yeah i think i don't know maybe we just need to do a masterclass on this for some <laughs> k-pop stands and it won't be all but some it's like what to talk about where when and how because i don't think someone's comment section is a place to be discussing all your views or how you feel on everything mm. there are like forums and chat rooms or you can talk to your friends i think if it's if you're in someone's comments 
if you're going to be there, if you don't like them, like Shanice said, move on. But if you're going to be there, say something positive or I don't know, something positive. Um, <laughs> other than that, I don't think someone's comments is the place to be having debates or discussions or, oh my gosh, I'm so worried about X, Y, and Z. Not saying or, that you can't share it. Go, yeah. go on. Or it's like, for example, okay, if just again, if we use Jimmy's, Jimmy, Jimin, wow, I can't speak, Jimin as an example, right? It's like, okay, Jimin's coming back, what's the post? And they're like, but I prefer Blackpink. Okay. <laughs> what's that got to do with Jimin? Like, I, I don't, I feel like with certain people, I feel like it's a thing where they need somewhere to get it out and this is their way of releasing and they're like, ah, okay, I've got that thought out of my brain kind of thing. That's the only way that makes sense to me. But even still, it's just like, it's not warranted. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, what? Like, why are you here? And I don't know, maybe... I don't know what it is, but I feel like at least the both of us, we're very much so mind our business. Not that we don't care, Mm. but I'm not going to take the time to comment on something that I don't care about or to leave Mm. a negative comment. Like, I just don't see the point. Um, So, yeah, there might be a few people that need to learn not to do that. Um, And then our last unpopular opinion for today is, I hate it when people go to watch concept films, i.e. BTS yet to come, and they are screaming an ish, sit down. (laughs) Hmm. I'm in two minds about this. Like, I get it because me personally, if I want to watch a concept film. Okay, it's confusing because it is a concept film and it's like, oh my gosh, this is my jam. But I think what cinemas should do is they should have different viewings for different things. So, you know, like for certain films they may have get like the sing-along yeah like you can okay this is the sing-along version this is the quiet the quiet room version or whatever like you know you have films that come out so okay this this will have like um audio um you can have like the audio um what do you call it like if you if you're hard of um if you can't see you can get like the audio caption oh yeah, yeah or you may for like you know for certain films you might be able to get subtitles for that or whatever the case would be but it's like stated on the time okay nine o'clock is the this this viewing or this this version is in 3d this version is in i feel like for concert films there should be an option because i get where both fans sit if that makes sense yeah i think um and i might be able to provide some insight into this but i have a friend and she runs like a really big bts fandom and they will work with cinemas to put on like specific fan events where I I haven't gone to any yet, but I doubt they'll be singing all the way through, but they might engage in like the fan chant or one of the songs, but th- it's, it's a different setting to just turning up at a cinema and singing by yourself and sort of disrupting everyone else's experience. Yeah. Whereas, okay, this is going to be a facilitated environment where people are expected to bring light sticks and they might get to sing a bit or engage in a different way. I think that's completely different because that's a dedicated fan yeah. environment and and there will be a checklist of what's okay to do, what can be expected and that sort of thing. But if you're just turning up to the cinema, I actually think that's really rude <laughs> to just I, uh, Yeah, I agree. Because like, not even just with the BTS bar, I think Billie, Billie Eilish had a similar... Oh, okay. And I've definitely seen things where there's like fans right in front of the screen with their phone lights on like singing oh. and screaming and then you have like that one person that's probably filming like I just want to hear this woman sing I don't 
why is everyone right in front of the screen screaming so yeah yeah just 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 public space etiquette like if you if, if it if you're not sure if it's okay to do so then just don't if mm. you're in doubt just don't do it um but yeah, I, 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 I get it because as a fan, it might be, you've maybe never gone to a concert. So it's the closest you might be able to get at the moment. Or I understand that this person could, could have positively impacted or changed your life. But I think there just still needs to be like social etiquette and respect. And you don't want to ruin the experience for everyone else because I'm sure if something like that got too out of hand, the cinema could stop the viewing or have exactly. to ask people to leave, which would disrupt the experience for everyone else. Mm. Or give the overall fandom, whether K-pop or not, a bad rep and look. Yeah. So don't do not do that. Or if you're wanting to do that, look for fan activities that might be able to facilitate that kind of viewing because they do exist. Um, but yes, those were all of our unpopular opinions for today. Thank you to everyone that submitted or if we grabbed them from online or anything like that. Thank you for sharing your views. If any of you want to comment on any of the unpopular opinions that we shared today, please feel free to do so. You can do that via socials or you can email us at um, halut at gmail.com. I almost forgot that. <laughs> or you could submit your thoughts anonymously at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash halut at you. And now it's time for on the radar as we come towards the end of the episode and me and Shanice will let you know if there's anything that we're watching listening to or anything we want to put you guys onto so Shanice what's on your radar so you know how we're talking about hype and them acquiring things so they recently just acquired QC Media which okay. is the home to little babies city girls yes whatever and a tweet resurfaced right where um, JT from the City Girls were going, was going back and forth with like this Tay fan girl, I guess. And <laughs> uh, JT tweets back to her, you know, shut the F up, B, before I take Tay from you. And I just love how it's come full circle because <laughs> now it may actually happen. <laughs> oh my God. I just thought it was hilarious. Um, and then in other news, <laughs> Shay, Shay knows what I'm talking about. Taeyang and G-Dragon did a yes. TikTok together, which I thought was really cute. And then they did the good boy choreography at the end as well. And I was saying to Shay, it looks like Tae, uh, I'm not, I'm going to say Tae, I mean Taeyang now. I can't even call him Tae anymore. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> it seemed like um, Taeyang, you know, woke g-dragon up from his slumber from the dungeons and the basement and wiped his cobwebs off off so yeah hopefully gd will make some music soon mm. and taeyang can make some more songs as well but yeah it was really cute seeing them together yeah that that was really cute um on the topic briefly of obviously the new acquisition mm. a hype is really radiating i don't know who said it or was it maybe Kanye or something it's like how much does the earth cost I'm gonna buy the entire earth but I saw someone leaving comments because who who's in this company it's like um is what, it little baby yeah yeah so little baby Migos City Girls little just, I've seen like a ton of k-pop stands making like memes of oh like little baby sunbenim and all <laughs> of oh god I can't um yeah, but that that's all hilarious on my radar. I've been watching that 100 show. Physical, There's more to the name. That. 
physical 100. Yeah, literally traumatized, but it's very interesting <laughs> because outside of just a bunch of fit people running around on screen, which on paper would not be very interesting to me, I think what I found the most interesting is how different builds can be very deceiving because there are some very slender looking people on there, but they are insanely strong. I think I saw, I don't know if it was a TikTok or some sort of video of someone that went to a JYP concert and Uncle JYP was struggling a little bit. Oh, I think I saw that. <laughs> um, so I think in the nicest way possible, um, I think Uncle JYP should stick to the organics, maybe start a JYP fan, leave the music to his idols and artists and just move on maybe <laughs> i did see um i think if it's the same video you're talking about um someone in the comments like i'm surprised about how packed it was and i think the creator was like girl i've got my tickets from groupon um <laughs> and they were giving them out for free or for 30 dollars or something like that so oh jyp <laughs> I just feel like, um, it's, okay, I get music is his passion. Like maybe he could just do it on the side and not advertise it. But I really feel like he should just go into something else, whether that's like having a wellness center because he loves his organics and health stuff. I just, it just might not be necessary anymore. Mm. And I know maybe <laughs> if Shari hears this, she may beg to differ <laughs> because she is whatever JYP calls his stands. But he's had his moment and he's been here for a long time. And I feel like that's great. So if we just finish on a high note, that will be good. Oh, just a note that's on key that we... Um, <laughs> let's let's start there. Um, But anyway, um, thank you for listening <laughs> to How You At You. Yes, and remember that you can send us any of your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, stories or requests anonymously to kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you at you or you can drop us an email at hallut at gmail.com and please feel free to rate us on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on and feel free to leave a review as well let us know what you enjoy what you want to hear more of and what you might want us to talk about in the future yes i've been shanice from kpop box you can hit me up at kpopbox underscore and i've been shay from the k-way you can find me at the k-way on most platforms yes. and until next time we will holla at you bye, bye. Hey, podcast listener, do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.